This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices. You can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. I'm just now realizing how much the new Pure VPN logo and the splash image on YouTube for the Pilch Point are similar. Anyway, uh, uh, we've been away for a number of weeks, and in that time, some interesting stuff has happened, and in particular, something around one of your uh, kind of passion topics, 3D printing. Yeah, so let me paint a little picture for you. <laughs> you go, you're at, you go to the store. Let's say it's a, let's say it's Micro Center, uh, and for those who don't live one, near one of the 27 Micro Center stores in the U.S., I I'm sorry because it's a wonderful, awesome store that sells all kinds of computing devices, components maker stuff raspberry pies and most importantly 3d printers so let's say you go to the store to the you go to that store or another store or even an online store you you it you put a 3d printer in your cart physical or virtual take it up to the cash register say ring me up i'm buying this 3d printer and they say hold on a second we need to do a criminal background check on you. What? A criminal background check to buy a 3D printer? What kind of what kind of world is this? Well, you, wow. might, you might be uh, 3D printing Mario figurines. Nintendo wants... No, that's not it. <laughs> so, uh, so what is going on? Uh, well, what is going on is that there hasn't happened yet but there is a law uh that was proposed here in new york state and there's another law that's fairly similar but not exactly the same that has already passed in california um that limit the sale of 3d printers and the one in new york would require anyone who wants to buy a 3d printer to go through a criminal background check that according to the way the law was written could take as long as 15 days so you could i don't know pull up there and be like oh, i'd like my uh to buy my bamboo lab uh, 3d printer you know really would like to have this home today so i could start printing some cool stuff sorry i'm sorry we're gonna have to write a note to the uh we're gonna have to you know run it through and send a note to the New York State Board of what's it? I forget which 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 New York State Board it is, but it's the same procedure that they would use for a gun background check. Although it's a little weird because I believe that gun background checks can be done electronically in a few minutes. So maybe they would figure out how to do it electronically in a few minutes with uh, with the uh, with the printers too. But but take a step back. Why would they? even do this why would you need a criminal background check 
for that. We don't need a criminal background check for everything else we buy. I don't need a criminal background check to buy, you know, to buy a keyboard. I don't need a criminal background check to buy a CPU. So what's up? Well, as we know, 3D printers can be used to print gun parts. And so the fear is that 3D printers are dangerous because you could print a gun with them and therefore we need to regulate them like we regulate guns. Um, and I don't, I don't want to get into, if I can help it, talking about whether it's a good idea to regulate guns like this. I know there's quite a lot of people probably in their audience are like, hey, they shouldn't be regulating guns either. And I'm not gonna, I don't want to discuss that. Let's just assume for a second that like, let's just talk about the, the kind of the chilling effect on 3D printing and, you know, if you, it has the same effect on guns. But um, the, so the, the premise of the law is that any, it's not every 3D printer, it's any 3D printer that could be used to print, to print gun parts. But here's where the person who wrote the law shows their complete ignorance of technology. Any gun, I mean, I'm sorry, any 3D printer can print a gun. There's no special 3D, 3D, there's no special gun printer. You can find the, uh, you can find the uh, 3D imaging files online. You can use any 3D, any normal 3D printer. You can use a $100, uh, you know, Creality printer. You could use, you know, uh, an expensive one like this bamboo lab one that I have behind me it doesn't matter it is uh, now there's an interesting question which is how seriously how much of a danger are the guns that people do 3d print like how good are they at at being guns and I've read some really mixed things about this uh, and I totally admit that I'm not a gun person I'm very ignorant about guns, we I'm I'm trying to get um, I'm having someone write a story about this for us, where they're going to actually hopefully uh, 3D print some some samples and take them to the range and see how they fare. Um, but my understanding is, for most of the guns, you can't 3D print the entire gun. You can 3D print the outside of the gun, you know, which which is what you see. But you still need a metal barrel, like a metal chamber, a metal pin, a metal trigger. Like the 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 core components still have to be metal. And for those who aren't big onto three D into three D printing, you can't really three D print metal. Like there are some ten or twenty thousand dollar printers that will print metal for you. But then you still have to send the metal pieces to be to some factory to be finished. So 3D printing metal is very prohibitive. Like it's not, it's not easy at all. So realistically speaking, for most of the 3D guns that people are, are making, the, the parts that you see and touch, like the, you know, the, the, you know, the handle and the, you know, the, the nose and whatever, those are all plastic and look like they came from the 3D printer, but they you still can't make the gun without um without these metal pieces that you have to buy separately 
Uh, although I have seen that there was one or two uh, models there, they said, oh, you, every single piece of it can be plastic. However, the my understanding of those is that they don't work very well. Like they'll explode after one shot. Um, so, you know, this is, uh, do we think this law uh, that has been proposed in New York is going to go anywhere? Um, I don't, I hope not, but in California, there is a law, AB 1089, that passed. And it's not at all clear to me what is actually going to happen here. Uh, so it says, so AB, AB 1089, this is actually passed and was signed into law by the governor like in September. Uh, says somewhere here about, I'm trying to find the exact quote. prohibits any person from okay so 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 for one um so for one it says now this is criminalizing conduct rather than a product which i certainly think it's better to criminalize conduct than criminalize an, an object that has many uses uh it says uh if you use a 3d printer or cnc milling machine to make a firearm you have to be a licensed manufacturer I mean, okay, that 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 doesn't really talk, you know, affect uh, regular three D printer users. Um, but uh, it says here uh, the bill would add three dimensional printers and CNC milling machines to the definition of firearm related products. And it says somewhere on here uh, that that any 3d printer whose primary purpose is making a gun uh is is illegal or requires right a person who before uh july 1st 2024 possessed a three-dimensional printer that has the sole or primary function of manufacturing firearms uh right so you can't get a 3D printer that has the sole or primary function of manufacturing firearms. But if, again, that's an extremely ignorant statement because I have not seen anywhere somebody marketing a 3D printer as this is the gun printer. I mean, they could, they could, somebody could come out and say like, this is the gun printer. But realistically, they don't need to do that because any 3d printer can do the same thing it's not there's no special gun feature that you need to uh to 3d print the gun parts so um anyway from it's, from it's, what i understand in the case of the california law um if if it's about intention of the person not intention of the hardware if you have purchased a CNC, a mill, or a 3D printer with the intention of, you know, 50.1% of its usage being producing gun parts, then it has you have to be a registered manufacturer and all this other stuff. So, you know, it, it becomes a really easy thing to get around. You just print, you know, castles when it's not printing gun parts man who who's going to track what you're printing at home anyway like right. 
I mean, it's, it's a it's a nearly unenforceable law, and yeah. it's unlikely to change anything because the only people who are going to self enforce are the people who wouldn't be doing anything illegal right. it's, anyway. It's yeah. So my concern about this, so these laws seem pretty. I mean, the the problem is right. It's it's putting up a barrier in the way of people buying a product that is yeah. good. That is something that is good for kids. Like three D printers are good for schools and libraries and STEM education. And if we start criminalizing them, we you know we're mm-hmm. we're going to be taking opportunities away from from like young people to use them for educational purposes. Cause yeah. I feel like this is a slippery slope too. Like who goes through the background check if a school is buying it? Right. Like who is it the teacher? Is it the principal? Well, and then let, do let they me, then let me throw it one interesting step further. Uh, do the laws about transferring a weapon from personal to personal apply here. So if I buy it to donate to a school, do we have to then do the background check again during a transition? Like you right. do with well, a weapon. I, I think this, but, but there's a loophole that there for, for weapons in most States, right? Uh, for private sales. Depends. You know, of course, of course, we will end up using all the same technology, right? Is it the 3D printer show loophole? Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, all the same, all the same things that apply to now to the way people buy guns. Oh, and that actually leads to another point, which I keep reading and hearing every time I investigate this, which is that it really isn't very convenient to 3D print guns if you're just looking to get a gun to commit a crime. Like right. you... There are easier ways to get a gun and a well-manufactured one at that yeah. uh, than than to 3D print it. If you're 3D printing it, you're 3D printing it because you, I don't know, like the idea of it or you like the craftsmanship or... It's a novelty. Whatever. you, It's a novelty. You think you want to, I don't know, stick it to the government in some way, whatever. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I've seen... I'm not... I'm not yeah. saying that like I've seen people saying things like that, like ah, this way they don't know what I have. But I yeah, mean, I think there's a lot of ways un- under the current uh, patchwork of laws that people can get guns that are undetectable. Um, so, you know, it's not anyway. The bottom line is whether you think it's OK for people to 3D print guns or not, uh, trying to attack the 3d printing technology itself is is very fraught like you know it's one of these laws that i saw i'm not sure if it's the california one actually had me cracking up because let me see if i have here uh one of the laws had a list of all of the other weapons that you can't 3d print besides guns and there were a whole bunch of things on there that the person who wrote it clearly didn't know the right name for. So they're like, <laughs> no, no Kung Fu stars. Right now. Oh. Isn't that a ninja star? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not up on it, but when I was a kid, we used to call them the ninja star. 
yeah, or Sharukin or whatever. Like, I I suspect that there was a uh, a level of PC compliance in in the <laughs> phrasing that they went with there. You can't, you can't print. They had like a whole bunch of things on. I had to find like you can't print a kung fu star. You can't print a nunchucken or <laughs> like the way they spelled it. It wasn't like I always refer them as nunchucks, but it was like right. the way that they spelled it was just all either, wrong or whatever. Either they didn't, either they didn't know enough, or they know way more than we do. Either way, they've alienated themselves in the article. <laughs> it's just so bad. Like you know, no like Rambo knives. No like I don't know. Every single thing I wanted to play with when I was eleven years old is banned. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> No samurai swords. That like it's it was like a laundry list of every possible weapon. Oh. One of them was sandbags. I didn't realize sandbags were a weapon. Um, sandbags? Well, yeah. One of the things in the list was you can't. Also, you can't three D print a sandbag. But that's right. Another I was to say. Story, so there's two like, problems there. One, are we talking <laughs> about like beanbags? The the little ones that can be shot out of the the beanbag guns. I don't know what they mean. And, I know what it says. And and either way, I mean, 3D printing a bag is not really going to happen. That's You're going to be using a sewing machine for fabric. Right. Right. I mean, this whole <laughs> thing is ludicrous. It's I, I guess that's my overall point is, uh, you know, it is, you know, is how ludicrous it is. So... Anyway, I wish I'll, some. I have to find the list. It was one of the other New York laws, I think, that had had this, uh, where where they're they're not banning three um, D printers. They're banning three D. Oh, and this is another interesting question, which I think is going to be resolved by courts, because there are laws. I think one did uh, may have passed in New York about distrib- distributing three D printed distributing the 3d models that allow you to make a gun mm. so you can have a th- so that's interesting under that law it's not the 3d printer that they're targeting it's the it's the files right All and right. Uh, i think that's... we have an interesting question about whether that's uh, a violation of the first amendment uh i, I mean, mean the first amendment gives you the right to, to show people how to make a weapon i i mean if you want to talk about a law that's less enforceable than the somebody's intention over what they're going to 3D print files over the internet talk to the talk to the uh child online safety you know the the copa police about how nearly impossible it is unless you have had the files in your possession to start with how nearly impossible it is to to enforce any of that. Yeah. I've been, I've been reading about like the, the, the AI generated stuff, like the, the high school somewhere up in the, the Northeast, I think um, where the kids were generating images of their classmates. We'll just go with that. Um, it, if somebody hadn't told a teacher, it never would have been, known let alone addressable it's so hard to police online file distribution yeah 
It really ask, is. Oh, here ask, we go. Ask Rhea that that sued a uh, a grandmother who only had a Mac for using software that was only available on PC. Here we go. This actually this hasn't passed yet. This one. This is New York Assembly Bill A seven four eight nine, which is not um, which is not the one that bans the three D printer itself, but that. Uh, that bans you from manufacturing things. So if you look at item 10 on this list, uh, any person who intentionally sells, distributes, or disposes of by any means, including via the internet, digital instructions in the form of computer-aided design files, standard triangle tessellation language files, or other code or instructions that may be used to program a three-dimensional printer to manufacture or produce any machine gun, assault weapon, large capacity ammunition, feeding device, disguised gun, ghost gun, unfinished frame or receiver, firearm, silencer, magazine, or major component of a firearm or rifle or shotgun is guilty of a class A misdemeanor. But wait, the other thing here it says is uh, any person who manufactures or causes to be manufactured, any rapid fire modification device is guilty of a class C felony. Any person who manufactures or causes to be manufactured any switchblade knife, pylum ballistic knife, metal knuckle knife, undetectable knife, billy, blackjack, bludgeon, plastic knuckles, metal knuckles, kung fu star, chuck a stick, sandbag, sand club, or slung shot is guilty of a class A misdemeanor. I'm sorry. Did they conjugate that one in the past tense? Slung shot? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I looked this up. I was like, <laughs> oh, is that a mistake? There's such a thing as a slung shot. Okay. It, it is definitely... like a slingshot, but it is not a slingshot. But it happens in the past? <laughs> it is a maritime tool. Go- Google it. Oh, I'm it's, looking it at it. It looks a lot, looks a lot like kerbangers or something. Um, it it looks like one of those um, those bungee loops that when you're putting a tent together. Yeah, <laughs> but it's made out of rope instead, which does I mean, seem like, like how... it would be difficult to 3D print. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to just 3D print the, uh, the 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 ball balls at the end of it that you that you use to whack people or whatever, <laughs> like. This is a, I don't know. I just feel like this is a that, little bit a little I love bit that Bing's crazy. like I think you must have meant slingshot, right? There's the Wikipedia article yes. at the top for slingshot, and then everything else is like, well here's here's how to make a slingshot. That that must be what you meant, right? Yeah, so they said chuck chuck a stick, right? Yeah, so I always call them nunchucks, but apparently here they call it a chuck a stick. Uh I don't know if you can, if you get I'm caught sorry. manufacturing a throwing. I, I have to give a yeah. headline here. The monkey fists, nasty cousin, the slung shot, the monkey fist. I, this conversation also, has gone off the rails and I'm so happy about it. Abram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also the other thing that was on, you notice the other thing that was on there was plastic. Plastic, um, knuckles. Was it? plastic knuckles. 
Uh-huh. Not metal knuckles, plastic knuckles. Uh-huh. Do you know how brittle 3D printing <laughs> stuff is? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, you you punch someone, it, it's going to break on you. Like, you. it's not going to last. Yeah, because so, it even even under the best of conditions, there's too much flex in it. Yeah. That it's, it's going to come back into I mean, you. I, under the worst of conditions, it shatters into your fingers. Either way, the other person doesn't know that it happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could get somebody who's like an expert on, uh, I don't know, plastic and metal knuckles to talk about it. But the the, the comprehensiveness of this list is kind of funny. Like, yeah. so wait, what weapon, what weapon didn't they say that you could use? Also, undetectable knife. Isn't any knife undetectable if you hide it? Like, what is an undetectable knife? I I suspect they mean a knife that can go through a metal detector. I think that's what they're going for. But the 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 weird both specificity and vagueness of this list is fascinating because it is somehow both vague and specific. Yes. Yes, exactly. I So love when it. I print when I print a throwing star and I get arrested for it, my defense will be that it is actually not a kung fu star at all. It is, it is a, it is a ninja star, and therefore allowed. Um, right. So, I mean, it's just what a weird, weird specificity. They could have just said throwing star, but they had to right. put the they had to pick a martial art there. Um, so anyway. Well, anyway, they, not to distract everybody have, about this, but it's... They could have just said something like offensive knuckle right. guard or something. Right. They didn't have, and then it would have covered could, all materials. Yes. I mean, to be fair, it's just already kind of an overreaching thing, right? So they do have to be somewhat specific because yeah. if they said anything that could be used as a weapon, then they're banning anything because you could, like, take a a toy and whack someone over the head with it and mm-hmm. call it a weapon. I mean, yeah. Right. On, so on American it, dad, uh, Francine shoved a shoe down Roger's throat to prove that anything could be a weapon. Yeah. Any, anything, anything can be a weapon. So, uh, I know this is terrible, but we like to joke about this a little bit. Not, not that we joke Uh-oh. about weapons all the time. I tell them sorry for it, but, but, uh, our, our deputy managing editor, Paul, one time he was on a plane with someone and you know, you get a weird person sitting next to you on the plane that just wants mm-hmm. to talk. So he got a weird guy in the plane that starts to talk and was trying to talk to him about how, about like, Hey, if this plane gets taken over here, are all the things you could use for self-defense. Oh, and he started to talk about how, how USB cables are a great form of self-defense. Okay. So here's the thing. They are. <laughs> they absolutely are because of the way they're manufactured. Um, the the with the braiding and everything like that. They're they're actually a fantastic braided one, right? Yeah. Oh, well, no, not even the on the outside. The way the cable is on the inside actually makes them uh, yeah. strong. Uh, obviously one with a fabric on the outside, an actual braided cable will be even better, but yeah, they, they are weirdly strong against pressure. Oh, okay. I had 
I had a company at CES talk about it one time about the strength and it, we got into it like this. The conversation went off the rails. It wasn't on camera, but the conversation went a little off the rails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, what was I trying to say here? So, so the, the point was, the point is that there's some, uh, you know, there's a lot going on here with people who want to kind of, um, regulate and criminalize 3d printers because of the potential to use them to make weapons. Um, but these things seem extremely unrealistic, both in their view of how 3D printers work and the type of things that people do with them and, yeah. and whether this is actually going to help anybody uh, keep anybody safe. So, uh, you know, I guess we need to, those of us who care about being able to buy a 3D printer and, you, and, and have the freedom to use it uh, need to be, you know, on the lookout because this this yeah. you know it could have a very chilling effect i mean if, if you're saying that it if you're saying that as an adult i need to go through a background check criminal background check to buy a 3d printer then uh you know presumably they're not safe to be available in public places right like you know there's a lot of libraries that let people come use a 3d printer are you going to need to have a background check to use the library or children who are under 18 who you know I mean, are they going to be allowed to use the 3D printer? Like, there's just so much, you know, like, to turn something like that into, you know, a, a kind of prohibited, restricted object seems really, really misguided to me. There's so many other thing, tools that exist in the world, and we don't criminalize them. Yeah. You know, your computer is for hacking, but we don't criminalize buying a computer. Right. It reminds me a lot of um, there was the incident here in Florida where there was a preschool where one of the teachers duct taped a couple of kids to a wall. And then all of a sudden, mm. any any retailer in the country that sold duct tape had to get an, get and scan an ID to sell duct tape. Yeah, it was. Really? A, it, oh, I was at Radio Shack at the time. Yes. <laughs> um, we. We had to scan IDs for duct tape to the point where we stopped selling it because it was such a pain in the butt. Uh, right, the that's what's going to happen. Right, the liability was just so ridiculous, and the amount of training that had to go into how right, to exactly. sell duct so we, tape. Right, we so just, we so just exactly. discontinued so you, it. So I was, I that's something I was going to say, and I won't belabor this forever, but. Yeah, it has a chilling effect on the people who might want to sell it because now, oh, and it would add to cost as well, right? Yeah. Because if they're going to have to conduct the background check, they're going to pass that cost to you. Now, I don't know how much it is, but it, they're going to pass it to you. I read somewhere that it's that for, for handguns, it's something like $15 in New York State. Uh, so okay. I guess not that bad, but still like, you know, I... I I guess, it, you know, maybe $50 isn't that much if you're buying a $300 printer, but like, you know, it's a tax. But beyond that, the, uh, you know, you're going to have, like, I can't, like, you're going to have to make sure that the cashiers there are, are trained to do this. Presumably, they're going to have to get, you know, somebody, like, 
gun stores are probably used to doing this by now, right? They, they're used to background checking yeah. people and following local laws, but micro center is not micro right. center is probably best buy is not, they are probably, I don't know if best buy sells any 3d printers, but even if they sell one, you know, and if they sell only a handful, then they're definitely going to stop because it's right. not worth it. So it's going to limit the so, availability. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It's absolutely going to limit the availability. It's going to slow things down. It's going to slow people down. Uh, it's going to, it's absolutely going to hurt, going to hurt sales. And then also you've got other, like a lot of 3D printers you're ordering from companies, like a lot of the major 3D printer cover, companies are in China. So some, yeah. if you're ordering direct from their website, like from Creality or Bamboo Lab, uh, I mean, they may have warehouses in the US. But I mean, are they really going to be set up to do a background check on their website? I mean, it's right. Some companies may just stop selling their product in the U.S. if it's this or in that state. You know, maybe it's like, oh, it's only New York State. Fine, we'll write off New York State, and this New York State can't buy from us anymore. Like, yeah, it, it's uh, and, it's a and that's very gonna, slippery slope. That that. You know, that creates the the same weird scenario. Like um, when Keurig released the the Keurig drink thing, right? Um, at CES, you could buy them. And several of our team members did. And one of our team members had to have it shipped to a family member because it couldn't be shipped into their state. I'm leaving genders entirely out so nobody knows, nobody can pin down who I'm talking about. But um, simply because for whatever reason, the laws were set up such that they could not have it sent to their home, but they could just over the state line in another state. So yep. all of a sudden, buying things online goes back to having these weird state-level laws Alcohol companies are used to it. And like you said, firearm companies, you know, know how to deal with this stuff. But just like Radio Shack and duct tape, we didn't know how to deal with any of that. And within a year, uh, compressed air and, uh, and duct tape both went on the have to have a ID to purchase it list. And... We didn't know how to deal with it because our systems weren't set up for it. Right, exactly. Now you're turning everybody into a background check person and yeah. and that's very, very problematic. Yeah. And you know, if you're looking at a, a ninety-nine dollar, you know, cheapo 3D printer, adding the cost onto that becomes significant. You know, just like, you know, with with firearms, a fifteen dollar right. a fifteen dollar cost on a you know Walther PPK mm -hmm. you're not going to notice, but on a P twenty two you will, because they're far less expensive. Yep. So. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, so keep an eye out. I don't know if these are going to pass. I don't know if yeah. these would even pass muster in a court. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's a little scary. To they me, will certainly three D prints that like they, they will certainly be yeah. challenged immediately. The yeah. the California one, I don't think since it doesn't go into effect until January first, I don't know that it can be challenged yet. 
I think so. You have to be able to show harm, and if it hasn't gone into effect, I don't know if you can. Um, but yeah, my guess is at twelve oh one January first, somebody's going to to file a complaint. It seems uh, it seems unenforceable though the California one because yeah, it does. You'd have to actually try to get someone to enforce it, but you'd have to prove intent, and it's mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I guess you'd have to find someone who was like running a, a store where they made the guns or something. But like, as far as at the point of, of sale of like buying, yeah. like buying a gun, I, I mean, not buying a gun, buying a 3D printer, they really can't tell what it is that you, that you are doing with it. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, we will, we'll see. I think, you know, there's a significant gun lobby, but what I don't, know is if there's a significant 3d printer lobby um sure so so if so i don't know if you know a lot of 3d printers are made by non-us companies Mm -hmm. they probably don't know you know they probably don't have lobbyists to lobby in favor of their selling 99 dollar printers or whatever so right i don't know it's uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting one to follow, and I suspect that uh, you guys have been and will continue following this story. Yes, so we're um, I'm trying to. So we have been following it. You can read about it on Tom's Hardware, and we're actually going to uh, try uh, seeing, learning a little bit about the process of three uh, D printing a gun. Uh, I can't do it because it's actually is illegal here in new york for me to 3d print a gun mm-hmm. um but we have someone working on it in the state that is not where it is not um so anyway we will, uh hopefully we'll learn some more very cool um it's it's a fascinating thing um i have seen a lot on 3d printed guns it's a it's a fascinating topic and uh watching what's been going on has been equally fascinating, but from a very different standpoint. Uh, you know, there's there's danger in it for, like you said, a number of reasons, not the least of which is um, an edu- the educational standpoint. Um, but as always, Avram, I appreciate the interesting topic, and I always look forward to what we talk about next.